The following program contains themes and images that may not be suitable for most audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Panda Pig Inc. Rate, review, and subscribe. Guys, time for a true crime segment with Pikapedia. Okie day. <laughs> so, alrighty. Did you send me the picture? I'm about to. Okay. She I doesn't don't... have a slideshow for me. So this, today, <laughs> for Pikipedia, I have the direct inspiration for this episode. So, wow. um, according to the Wikipedia... This episode um, was inspired by the death of Eduardo Sanchez in 2001. Okay. Okay. So. 2001. Um, I'm sorry, 2002. 2002. Mm-hmm. Eduardo Sanchez. Yes, I sent you a picture of him. Yep. He, that's literally the only picture I could find of him. I pulled it up and then it caused static into my ears, so then I, I put it away. <laughs> um. He's hot. Can we just say that? It's very blurry. It, it's the only picture that exists. Is he the one I got? Wait. Th- that's Eduardo Sanchez. Okay, so it's about him. Yes. So what happened to him? Well, let me talk about my sources real quick and my okay. frustration with this. Most of the time, the interwebs, the interwebs. make it pretty easy to find out information because everybody loves true crime. So, with this case, there was almost nothing. Um, wow. I, I'm not even going to say my sources. I'm just going to paste them in the description on our Instagram and in the actual episode. So, if you want to check them out. A lot of it is from forums okay. that posted articles that are no longer available online. Why is and that? And the articles that are available. Because this was in the early 2000s. Okay. And... Um, uh, the case actually isn't a murder. Oh, okay. So, so what happened? So here's the dealio. Or supposedly isn't a murder. We don't know. Oh. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Neither so, do I, because I have no idea what's happening yet. Okay. <laughs> so October 12th, 2002, 21-year-old Eduardo Sanchez, a.k.a. DJ... Phenosis? He's supposed to be 21 in this picture? Yeah. Yo, he does not look 21. Mm-mm. He looks older than 21, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And also known as Grandmaster Sanchez. Grandmaster Sanchez. Now, literally, that picture is from one website that briefly brings up this case and is talking about a different case. So <laughs> it, it was impossible. I hope that's him. If it's not, I don't know. All right. <laughs> so he lived in Winnipeg, Canada. Okay. Okay. Edward Is he from o- Canada? Uh, I don't know. So, you, oh my God, there's really nothing on this guy. Literally, the only thing I tell you is, is all, all that I have. know. Oh my God. Okay. I'll try I, not to ask too many questions. I have sc- scrimped and saved. You can still ask questions because I think we can still discuss it. Okay. We'll try to figure it out. Yeah, but nothing. Is he Hispanic? I don't know. <laughs> well, moving on. <laughs> um, 
Eduardo sometimes worked at the Collective Cabaret as a DJ. In Canada. In Canada. And uh, he would spin records and play some drum and bass music that he had made on his home computer. So this is the early 2000s. So making your own drum and bass music on the computer is a lot different than how you do it today. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so at 12.48 in the morning... He withdrew $80 in cash from an ATM in the front entrance of the collective, the cabaret. Mm -hmm. And at about 2.45 in the morning, people saw him speak with three of his friends in a car parked outside. Um, They invited him to a house party, but he said no. And he was last seen walking back toward the cabaret. So was he kind of just like a guy who just always kept himself? Uh, kind of. I mean... that's what it sounds like. It sounds like a guy who kind of just minded his business. He... Did his own thing. From what it appears, it doesn't seem like he had a lot of close friends. It seems like he maybe kept people at a distance. Okay. Um, they Anything said he, about family yet or nothing? Or literally kinda, nothing? I, I kind of get into it at the end. Okay. But not much there either, to be honest. Okay. Um, he appeared intoxicated um, when he was walking away. Okay. So... Eduardo's family and friends searched all over Winnipeg for weeks and were unable to find him. Um, The police searched the basement area of the club where Sanchez disappeared, Mm -hmm. and a small officer tried to squeeze between the walls to see if there was anything, but couldn't. Like, it was just tight spaces. Mm -hmm. So, fast forward to September 2003, so... A year later. mm Mm-hmm. Um, Winnipeg was one of the first cities to ban smoking inside restaurants, um, in the early 2000s. Okay. And so, for the last so many years, in those areas, all you smelled was cigarette smoke. Mm -hmm. But now that smoking was banned, you, um, in that area, you couldn't smell cigarette smoke, but a, a new smell emerged. A Something bad was smell replaced it. <laughs> Yikes! So the neighbors who lived next to the club they noticed this foul smell for over a year, but they figured that it was stale beer and stale cigarette smoke. But it just got worse. The smell was mm-hmm. just that bad because now you don't have the smell of cigarettes to cover it. Gross! Did they smell it inside the cabaret? It was everywhere. Oh, Lord. They said sometimes it reeked of sewage when you came in in the morning. Yikes. So this was, you know, around that time. So finally there was just uh, like a Mm -hmm. ton of complaints that they decided to investigate. Yeah, they're like, enough is enough. Okay. So um, a part that kind of relates exactly back to the Bones episode is that they use a small camera Mm -hmm. from a local cleaning duct company Mm -hmm. to go behind the wall and see what's behind there. Yeah. And the police find that a body was wedged into a narrow space between the stone foundation and a newer wall in the basement of the club. What? His body was badly decomposed and nearly mummified. How did he get back there? So they so he entered the gap between the walls from an opening at one end, and somehow managed to wiggle through a 23-meter-long gap, and the space was about 20 to 60 centimeters wide. 
so I don't know what that is in American. Uh, I don't know either. But it doesn't sound easy. Uh, and he was intoxicated when this happened. Yeah, so a meter, I know, is comparable to a yard, okay. but it's bigger. So 23 meters has got to be way more than 23 yards. Where the hell did he yards. think he was going? Where was he going? What was he doing? That is the biggest question that nobody can answer. Okay. So was it he just got stuck and died from being stuck? So for the cause of death, they never figured out why he was back there. But one theory is that he was trying to re- retrieve something that he dropped. And the police believed maybe that there was evidence that he had been drinking the night of his disappearance. But his well, body... But he had dropped to where he kept walking forward. <laughs> 23 meters. Exactly. Like, my imagining of this is... Like, unless me. it's from above and you drop something and then you see where it is, so you squeeze in between the wedge to get there. That's yeah. different. That's a long distance to pick up something that you dropped. Because if I'm if I'm picturing this correctly... It's a it's a wall, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a narrow space between the wall. So if you're by and you drop something and maybe it it clatters and rolls, I can't see it rolling. I mean, it could. It could roll 23 meters. My only thought, I didn't think it was that. My thought was more, he's intoxicated, so he probably thought he was going the right way. To like, squeeze between that small of a space prob- when you're drunk? Well, that's the thing. He's unaware of what's happening. He Maybe he blacked out drunk and he thought he was going the right way and he just kept going oh, and going and going. I see what you, mean. You, know see what what I mean? you mean. So, like, he's drunk, he enters in and... Assuming it's, like, a hallway or a room and, and he just around. keeps going and then he realizes he can't turn around so he just keeps going forward. That makes sense. That's um, my theory. But the body was so degraded that the quality of samples to see, like, blood alcohol levels or anything like that, there was just no point. Yeah, because it's been over, it's been a year already. Yeah. Or and, almost a year at that point. And from my research, the outcome of the tests were never made public. Seriously? Yeah. So people don't really want to talk about it. It looks like, or people just forgot about it, because the police said, hey, this looks more like a suicide or an accident, and that's all the information that was out there. I don't think it's a suicide. I think it was an accident. Mm -hmm. If it was a suicide, I feel like it would have been less, much of a stress. Plus, he was, like, intoxicated. Mm -hmm. Well, they think. They don't know. Well... They also speculate that maybe he was using street drugs. I was going to say maybe he was on drugs but because we it don't, would make more sense. But we don't have any evidence to that. It's just a theory. Maybe he was tripping on something yeah. and thought he was going the right way. Yeah, they think that maybe he took some drugs and got really paranoid and his yes. reaction was to hide. My thoughts is, I'm going to keep going with the same thoughts as he okay. probably thought he was going the right way. Like, he probably thought this little crack was a rumor or, like, a hallway, and he kept trying to walk. He was probably under the influence, whether it was drinking or drugs, or maybe both. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was so much that he just kind of didn't, because I don't think anyone in their right mind would force themselves to just keep wedging themselves, unless you're a small child. That's wholly different. But mm-hmm. if you're like a grown-ass man and you're literally squeezing yourself through this wall and you keep going for how many, mm-hmm. how long, I'm pretty sure you're probably under something and then you realize you can't go back and you just kept going till you got stuck. 
Mm-hmm. It's either that or you just kind of was like, eh. But you said he was wedged. Like, he was literally stuck. Yeah. If anything, it's like, if there was any breathing room, he would have stopped there. If The breathing room, technically, yeah. if he was stuck. And then you would be like, oh, help, help, help. Yeah. But no. He kept going until no more. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my thought. I don't even have a description of the position they found him in. What do you think happened? Um... Well, let me give you a little bit more. Okay. So they also think that he may have fallen or passed out and positioned himself in a place where he couldn't breathe properly because his chest would have been restricted. And they believe that he probably died in minutes and that they determined that the cause of death was positional asphyxiation. But they don't even explain what the position was like. <laughs> so how would we know? I feel like... It's the most, the most likely scenario is probably the one that you posed, that he was on drugs, paranoid, or maybe claustrophobia too. Yeah. Maybe he was not only on drugs and stuff, he kept going, got claustrophobic, Mm -hmm. started panicking and ended up trying to change positions and panicked too much and kind of gave himself a heart attack, basically. The only reason I don't want to lean towards drugs is... We don't know if he even did drugs. Yeah. There's no... It's so tough because we don't know anything about him. Nope. So... I just try to assume, like, no one in their right mind would do... Walk straight into that and keep going as much as he did. Yeah. The only thing that makes sense is either he was on drugs or kind of like in the episode, he was running from something. Yeah. Hiding, trying to hide. But it's like... I don't think if that was the case, someone would have went after him, mm-hmm. and then you would have found another body, because he went pretty far. That's true. So, and That's if he true. kept himself, I don't think he really caused trouble, either. Yeah. You know I think I, mean? I think your scenario makes the most sense, to me, at least. I don't really like the idea of him. Yeah. What makes sense to me is that he got confused, yeah. And thought he was going in the right direction. Kind of like when you think about people who are underwater. Yes. And it's super dark and you're trying to figure out which way is up. And then you realize you're going the wrong way. Yeah. And you're making the, a much longer course for yeah. you. Yeah, and I think that was yeah. him. I mean, you guys can let us know what you think. Yeah, what are your theories? Let us know um, in wherever Instagram you are. or <laughs> wherever you are. Tweet us. Tweet, comment. You know. Comment on Let this us video. know what do you think happened. Comment on the audio. Yeah. I um. Also, I will have theories for days and days. You. You will. <laughs> so, for the his sister Abby Sanchez read a statement to the press mm-hmm. about the discovery of her brother's body, mm-hmm. and basically, I mean, they were hoping to find him alive. Yeah, of course. You know, she told the press that Eduardo was a wonderful person. He was the best brother any sister could have and the best son any mother and father could have. This, this, she said, quote, this definitely was not what we anticipated, a family's worst nightmare. That's so sad. I know. She added that her and her parents, Eduardo Sr. and Erna, want to remember Eduardo for the person he was, his love of fashion, music, art, and not for what happened to him. Is she, is the sister older or younger? I don't know. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Like, this is the part that makes me sad is... There's really nothing. There's nothing. Like, 
in a lot of the different forums, it's just repeats of the other articles. So it makes me sad because she doesn't, his family didn't want him to be remembered from what happened to him. They wanted him to be remembered for his life. But unfortunately, I can't freaking find anything about his life. (laughs) Anything about this man's life. So it's like, of course, we're only going to assume, you know, all this other stuff, what we found out. But Mm -hmm. it's like, at least there's at least still that, the forums talking about him. Mm -hmm. Because it sounds like, it's almost like if you don't even talk about that, you're kind of getting rid of him completely. Well, all of the forums are from the early 2000s. Yeah. But it's like, if you don't have information about his life in general, and you only have the whatever happened to him, and even if you didn't have that... He's never going to be remembered for anything Mm -hmm. if no one talks about him at all. I found an article that was kind of about the club. Really? And um, it went through a bunch of different names, and the history of the collective is actually kind of interesting in the scene that it provided people, you know, in the early 2000s and the 90s. But they said that for years, the club suffered a decline in attendance because no one wanted to go to the club where the guy died. Dang, that sucks. Yep. There's also a song by this band called Pelican Mm -hmm. called Dead Between the Walls that was inspired by the incident. I looked up the song. There are no lyrics. It's only an instrumental. Yeah. So I don't understand. Because I was about to say, I'm like, hold on. What? I kind of want to listen to the song. I mean, it's just an instrumental, so I don't understand. But I'll, also, I'll listen to it and I'll see what I think about it. So this case is what inspired the episode. And you can see that really easily. Specifically, the fact of the camera going behind the wall mm-hmm. to see who's there. The idea of the person getting wedged and asphyxiating. Did they say that this episode was literally based on that case? Yeah. That's actually inspired by. It's kind of nice that they did that. Because at least it's like, you know, no one really knows about this case. No one really talks about it. And this sounds like such an impossible thing, but it happened. It's so fascinating. I would love to know more about it. Yeah. But I can't. I mean, obviously, there are probably better sleuths out there than me who can do more than a Google search to find more information. I just wish we knew more about, like, his life and what he did and what he wanted to be and... Well, he was a DJ, he loved music, he loved fashion, and he loved art, and he loved his family, and his family loved him. I just wish there was more, like, what was your aspiration? What were your dreams? What did you want to do? Where did you want to go? Mm-hmm. Did you meet anyone? Do you have friends? You know? Yeah, why are you so hot? (laughs) (laughs) Why is your picture blurry? (laughs) Why is that the only picture of you? Is that the <laughs> is that actually you? Is it even you? Am, have I fallen for the classic blunder of believing the internet? Oh my gosh. It'd be like that sometimes. It do. It do. And I'm sad. But you know what? Mr. Sanchez will remember you. We will remember you. Rest in peace, good sir. Rip Mr. Sanchez. Rip. Yeah. So that's yeah. Um, that's the end of this episode. Um, I'm excited for the next episode in particular. Mm. <laughs> for the, I plan out, I try to plan out ahead of the crimes that I'm going to do for each case. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for the next one. What is the next one again? Um, the next episode is A Man on Death Row. Oh, okay, okay. It's a great episode because it introduces a character mm-hmm. that is important yep. to Bones lore. 
And I also have a really interesting case to go along with it. I'm excited. Yep. I hope you guys are too. Keep us turned on. Oh my god, why are you like this? Don't turn us off. <laughs> Do not turn us off, please. Let's stay turned on together. Let's always stay turned on together. <laughs> Round of applause, mm-hmm. clap and a half. Come back. Pass. Go we'll collect two hundred dollars that we'll, we do not have. We'll cabadone you again. Yes, with our glued skulls. Yes. <laughs> Catch you guys next week. <laughs> Goodbye. We love you very much. Goodbye. Adios. Das vidanya. <laughs> Later, babes. Stop. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Next week. On the heart and the bones. Let's go up to a stranger and ask them if we've got a sex vibe. I'm going to just poke them with a stick and run. Enjoy. You do You do that. You do mm-hmm. that. You can... You <laughs> yeah, because we both Let know, know how it's that highly goes. likely. Oh, yeah. Highly <laughs> likely. I'm a very outgoing person. Totally.